And as we know, we are living in the cold. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Comfortable taking short haul flights, but also going long haul, according to my next guest, and that is Anita Thomas, who is Emirates Country Manager for Ireland, and she's going to tell me a little bit about the trends that are going on in flights out to the Middle East and surrounding locations. Good morning to you, Anita. Good morning, Emmis. Thank you for joining us. As I said in my intro, uh, tough times economically we hear, but people seem to be still going on long-haul travel and your company is benefiting from that. You've had a big increase in demand over the last year. Can you just walk me through some of the routes that you're finding uh, the demand coming on and, and the kind of passengers are going on these flights? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's been an, a, a record-breaking year, really, for Emirates and in particularly in Ireland. And I suppose one of the key um, areas for our growth is actually Australia. Um, it tops our number one after Dubai um, because that's where we hold the bulk of our uh, traffic from Dublin. Um, but Australia, definitely huge growth as well in Bangkok. Um, but it's amazing to see even for next year, um, new areas of demand like the Indian Ocean, Maldives, um, Vietnam um, becoming a top favourite of clients as well. And draw draw me a picture of your passengers. Obviously, there's they come in all shapes and sizes, but just give me an idea of what particular segments are producing the demand. We have a huge mix across all segments and obviously some are stronger at certain times of year. So definitely in uh, the summer, we see a huge amount of uh, families traveling. Um, this year in particular, we had an awful lot to Australia. So families, I suppose, who had been disconnected for a number of years. And because Australia was um, slower than um, most of the world to open up, we found a lot of people, uh, the supply outweighed, the, uh, their demands outweighed the supply of seats. Um, so we're seeing a, a huge amount of that traffic um, still um, very robust uh, and building again for next year. And it really still is a case of people trying to connect. Um, now, you've got um, Boeing uh, 777s on the route. Um, is it possible with all this demand that you point out you might add more aircraft into the mix? Is that something you're considering? We always consider every opportunity going forward. And absolutely, any destination we fly into, we fly into with the hope that we can expand operations in the future. So if there's a viable opportunity there, absolutely Emirates would like to take advantage of that. Um, Dublin in particular is a huge contributor to the Emirates network. Um, in particular, certain routes, Australia, India, Far East, um, and obviously Dubai, and especially for the corporate market, um, has become a key um, growth area for us out of Dublin. Now, Anita, there's obviously a lot of concern about capacity constraints at the airport. I've just mentioned car parking, but there's yes. obviously the, the ban on nighttime flights and so forth. A, a number of your, your fellow airlines have made public comments that they, they want this addressed. Where do you guys fit? Like how much of a, a blocker is it on um, Emirates expanding further? Uh, just just give a sense of what your your view on all of that is. Well, I suppose for Emirates in particular, um, next year we see uh, the introduction of new aircraft into our fleet. So this actually um, is our next growth phase. And as a company, we are absolutely looking at the countries we fly to, to see where have we further opportunities to grow the network there. Um, so with an infrastructure at the moment that doesn't allow for growth, this is a concern for Emirates um, because potentially other countries um, get priority in terms of um, expanding the business. 
So for us, we would like to see um, the infrastructure being upgraded. Absolutely. Car parking, the logistics uh, around people getting to the airport and um, ease of people traveling. Um, So, yes, we believe it is required and it is needed. And I think for any airline in particular, very few go into a country and think, right, we're going to operate one flight and that's it. The aim is always to be in a position to scale up your business. So when if if, if some of those if some of those issues you mentioned were addressed, would would that then trigger you to put extra seats into the Dublin Airport services? Like if you felt there was a better we, expansion of the infrastructure there? Absolutely, yes, it would. One, one final thing I want to ask you about. Obviously, you're, you're you're involved in long haul travel. This is what we're talking about here, and it, it does come under a lot of pressure on the climate change side of things. People say this is not not a good development, but I do see that you're your airline are developing sustainable aviation fuel solutions. So you're, you're trying to make the, the, the climate impact of these flights lessen considerably. Can you just give us an update on where you are there and, and your hopes for, for progress in that area? Yes, absolutely. I suppose we have a two-pronged approach to this. Uh, the first, we are an airline. Um, that is our business, is transporting people from A to B. Um, internally, we've made a huge amount of changes um, in terms of we dry wash our aircraft, um, saving on um, water. We have electric cars for all our deck crew now, um, taking them to and from the airport. Um, we have um, a vertical farm, um, which saves 11 million uh, litres of water a year. Um, so we do that internally. And then Emirates um, are actually the founding member of a UAE-based research consortium. And this consists basically of industrial policymakers, aviation regulators, fuel producers. So it's really trying to get the, the big minds and the specialists in the fields together, including other airline operators. And we've actually made the single biggest investment of 200 million to this to see can we work as an industry together to overcome this. Yeah, and obviously individual passengers may be offsetting as, as well in, in certain cases. Obviously, we can't verify that, but that is yeah. an individual choice as well. I notice a lot of your passengers are youngsters, students going to Australia to work. That that seems to be based on your statement today that you, the company released a big part of your business, which is very interesting. Yes, absolutely. And now we have a huge amount of international workers as well. So I suppose in terms of the Dublin operation, uh, certain times of the year, Dublin will contribute about 70% of all the passengers flown on that route. But at other times of year, Australia in particular, we see a huge amount. And sometimes they will sell into the Dublin route and fill about 60, 70% of those flights. So it's very important for us that we remain relevant on the Emirates network um, because we rely on sales from other countries into Ireland um, as well as our outbound traffic. All right. Well, listen, it's going to be an interesting year. We've got a lot of issues on the ground at Dublin Airport, but all the airlines fighting for their market share and passenger numbers seems to be going well for you guys at the moment. Emirates, that is Anita Thomas, and she is the country manager for Ireland. Thank you very much for joining us on Breakfast Business. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.